0: Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. And as I stated in yesterday's episode, I'm gonna bring you guys a race recap today from my last race that I did this past weekend, the tour of Corsicana, which was the only, sadly, the only time-based stage race left in Texas on the calendar for the year. So there are other uh, stage races, but they're omnium based, which means that you get points based on the place that you get in each stage. The Tour of Corsicana is the last standing one where you do the stage and whatever time you get at the end of the race, the person with the lowest time wins, which is kind of the true stage race because that's how you know the Tour de France is and all these bigger races that a lot of people know about. That's how they operate. You go and you race and you get a time and then lower time wins. So I took this one on. It's one that's close to my house, which was nice uh, because I was able to just drive out there the morning of. So the racing was Saturday and Sunday. Saturday started off with a time trial that morning almost afternoon. I went off at almost 11.30 in the morning. And then the Criterium that night, Saturday night was late. We didn't start till nine o'clock at night and we raced for an hour. And then Sunday was the traditional road race, which was 84 miles. And that wrapped up the weekend. And you add up everybody's time for all three of those things and lower time wins. So how did it go? Let's break it down stage by stage. Uh, first stage was the time trial. Like I said, went off at about 11.23, I think was my official time, 11.22.30. And uh, it was a five-mile time trial. And um If you've been following my journey with my training and stuff like that, I've been very intentional about putting in time on the time trial bike and just getting comfortable on that thing and doing some efforts on it and the whole nine. And this is kind of, one of the reasons why, uh, because I wanted to make sure that I gave myself every opportunity to perform at my best for, or at this time trial. So you bring out all the gadgets, you know, you bring out the aerodynamic helmet, you run the disc wheel in the back, which doesn't allow any air to get in between the rim and, and the wheel there. So there's absolutely no drag being created by the wheel in the back. And so you bring out all these bells and whistles, I got there early, Um, I traditionally haven't done a great job getting there early for the time trial, and for those of you listening that are racers, you know, what we run into is you start getting rushed, I mean, you start running out of time, realizing, man, it took me a little bit longer to actually go get my number, oh man, I had to go to the bathroom, I didn't factor that in, oh yeah, this person stopped me and wanted to talk for a second, like, you don't factor those kinds of things in, and before you know it, you're rushing, you're You're running low on time because for a time trial it's it's critically important that you warm up. It's critically important that you warm up It's critically important that you understand that all of the equipment is going to work well. Uh, I actually did a video of me just running through a checklist with my time trial bike on Friday the day before. The time trial, because what you see and I saw it this weekend was people in the parking lot with a bike that doesn't work or a disc that doesn't fit or a bike that doesn't shift or, you know, brake calipers that haven't been, you know, adjusted to accommodate the wheels that are going to be used or, you know, a myriad of other things. So anyhow, I got there early, got there with plenty of time, relaxed, pinned the number on, squeezed into my skin suit because, you know, skin suits are supposed to be super tight and mine was. Rock and roll, right? Get a good warm up in and then the time trial. Well, it went great. Uh, It went great. I actually set my, it was a time trial that took me 10 minutes and 19 seconds officially, and I set my best 10 minute power that I had ever set. So that was a huge plus for me. I mean, it was a great performance. It was what I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to have a great race and I did have a great race. Put it all out there and that was fantastic. However, a buddy of mine and I were talking about the time trial paradox. And what do I mean by that? Well, what did I want before I started my time trial? I wanted to give my best effort. I wanted to ride my bike, you know, obviously stay in the position, keep my head down, do all of those kinds of things, but I wanted to give a full honest effort. And I did that, obviously it was my best 10 minute power ever. But the time trial paradox comes in, okay, so you cross a line, you're satisfied with your effort, you tell yourself, man, that that was a good one. You know, I feel like I rolled that one good. And then you see the results and you go, oh yeah, it was good, but yeah, now I'm not as happy, right? Um, and that's exactly kind of what happened to me a little bit. It didn't happen a lot, but it did happen a little bit. I was like, okay, great, man. That was the best 10-minute power ever, and I knew all these things. And then the results came out and it was only good enough for 12th place. And I was like, oh wow, I thought I was gonna do better than that in terms of place-wise. So I had to shake that off and be like, hey, Mario, it wasn't about where you were gonna stack up with everybody else. It was always gonna be about could you give your best effort? Listen, <laughs> if I did my 10-minute best and it was a 10 minute and 19 second effort, like what good does it do me to even think about having gotten ninth or seventh or third or whatever? I mean, come on. Realistically, that was the best I had ever done, ever. So there isn't anything else that could have been done there. That was all you had, right? So I was able to put that into focus. I feel like I deflected that you know, thought that came up pretty well and uh, and so, pack, you know, pack up the car, get everything, you know, dialed in and ready to go to, to go to the hotel and hang out for a little bit, because obviously the criterium wasn't until nine o'clock that night. So I was satisfied with my time trial. And then we were looking towards the criterium. The criterium is, uh, was 60 minutes, fast racing downtown with a brick section. We were expecting rain, which would have made it a very interesting criterion, a very dangerous criterion. But thankfully, we didn't get any rain. So we actually got to race it dry, which was awesome, right? Um, and so it was good. The conditions were great. Well, how did I race it? I, I raced it well. Um, it was one of those where the, the top two or three guys didn't really want to let anything get away, they wanted to keep everything together, knowing that uh, the road race the following morning was going to be the swing vote for the overall classification. And so they they kept things together, didn't really think that it was going to be in my best interest to try and try and make any moves, try and get into a breakaway and steal back any time because it was going to be kind of a... It wasn't gonna be worth the effort that I was gonna to need to put in to do that because they were gonna be very motivated to just keep the entire race together. And that's exactly what happened. They kept it together and it ended up in a in a bunch sprint. And so I finished safely in the group and that was that. Uh, the race did have its moments where, you know, it was a little bit more jumpy. It was a little bit more lively. Uh, but all in all, it was it was a pretty tame kind of a race easy to pretty much sit in and just kind of hang out, uh, waiting for, you know, the fireworks that I knew were going to happen on Sunday because Sunday's road race, uh, takes place out just on these roads, these country roads with these open fields and it was windy. And so I knew that we were in for it and it was going to be a really tough day Not to mention the fact that some of the stronger riders that were not in the first three places, I knew that they were gonna ride super aggressively to try and improve their position obviously and see if they could win the race overall. So we had 84 miles on tap and sure enough, races are made in the crosswinds. If there's ever crosswind sections in some of the racing that you guys are doing, know that that's gonna be the place where like the most trouble can occur. And uh, sure enough, there was uh, some heavy crosswind sections and that's where the magic happened. And um, I I was a little bit aggressive early. I, I wanted to try to get into a breakaway thinking that they were going to let me go with maybe a couple of other guys if we weren't really a threat to people on GC. Uh, the general classification. The problem was is that even as far down as I was, I was now in 16th. I lost a couple of seconds in the criterium, but I was still only 42 seconds down from the person in first place. So it wasn't like I was like super, you know, out of contention. Um, and so I, I kind of underestimated, you know, whether they were going to let me go or not. And there were bonus seconds on the line as well. At the end of the first lap, we had four laps. So that kind of coupled with the fact that I was really only 42 seconds down and some of the other guys with me, they didn't want to let things go, but I raced aggressively to try to get into a breakaway and uh, used some energy up early when I probably should have conserved it because once we hit those crosswind sections, it was on y'all. And, um, you know, some of the stronger guys in the race, you know, got near the front, got their teams near the front and just throttled it. And I paid for those little efforts that I had done earlier in the day. And I found myself Um, I found myself like in the second group chasing to catch, well, there was a breakaway up the road and then there was chase one and I found myself in in chase number two and little by little, you know, the chase one is getting further and further away from us and it was curtains before the first lap was even over. The race had just detonated. Uh, there were guys all over the place. So at that point, I'm just riding, trying to somehow, maybe we can make contact. If we keep on the gas, we can maybe make contact with chase one was with a group. We were all rotating through pretty well. Um, and so we go through the first lap and, you know, we're already behind. We continue to do this and go, you know, the next lap we're, we're riding pretty good. There's some cooperation. Uh, it was a group of four of us and we got caught with four or five people from behind so we had a pretty good group at that point where guys were able to get a little bit more rest and everybody was committed to working but no cigar we didn't get any closer to that group that group motored away from us they were gone never to be seen again and then the moment of truth came when we came through that second lap and uh some of the guys decided that they were, uh, that they, they had had enough and that they were going to go ahead and drop out of the race because they weren't going to catch that, that first chase. So, therefore, they were basically, you know, out of the race and they just decided to call it a day. Well, I didn't, along with one other rider. And so we kept on going and I said, well, we'll just rotate through and just let's keep riding. Right. Um, so, we did. And then we caught one of his teammates and his teammate was with us. So there were three of us and we were pulling through. And then uh, at one point I got the message that they said, hey, if you want, we're gonna slow down. If you wanna keep going at your pace, that's fine. Go on ahead. And I did, and uh, I finished up that lap. When I finished that lap, I was already starting to feel a little bit, you know, I was struggling quite a bit. Back was kind of bothering me a little bit. Legs were tired. I was running low on water. And there was only one lap left in the race, but I, I decided not to do it. And so I dropped out. Um, it was going to be one more lap by myself. And I, I just, I didn't feel like it was going to uh, to be worth it. So just tying a bow on this race report, like what are my thoughts? You know, I mean, it went from 10 minute best in the time trial. Um, obviously great, really happy with that. Uh the Criterium felt like I raced it well and felt like I was intelligent there, felt like I was I was comfortable and confident on the bike and just handling the course and the tactics and all that good stuff. And then we had the road race, and the road race is generally where I'm okay and I wasn't okay. Um, I just, getting a couple things back, I firmly believe making those efforts early in the race when the stronger guys in the race were just keeping their powder dry, I think that probably did cost me a little bit, along with just being a little bit poorly positioned, right? When you're racing in crosswinds and you know, you're you doing that, it, it, position is critical, it's essential. And uh, you know if you find yourself out of position, you can be a lot stronger than a lot of guys uh, and it's gonna be hard to make that up um, with just brute strength, over just being well positioned and not having to make those huge efforts. So um, now the weekend was, it was okay. I'm glad I was out there. I had a great time. Uh, I learned and obviously don't really have a whole lot to write home about in terms of results. But um, I sit here recording this motivated and looking forward to the next races that I've got coming up and looking forward to training and just keeping my fitness up and really and truly just not necessarily thinking much of the fitness component of things because I don't think that's where I lacked a little bit this past weekend. I think where I lacked this past weekend was just the tactical nuance and understanding the flow of the race and the things that were happening and being positioned well um, and those kinds of things, which I will continue to study and get better on. So anyhow, there is the race reports. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. And thank you guys so much for listening. Until next time.